hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. So enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord, he is good. His mercy is everlasting.
anybody come to give God some praise in this place? Did anybody come to celebrate the King of Kings? The song says, enter his gates with thanksgiving. Come on and make some noise. Enter his
church today. Hallelujah.
Come on, let's give God some praise for Sister Tammy as she comes forth to minister. Amen. Oh, come on and put your hands together. Who came to have church this morning? Who knows that God is keeping you in this new day, in this new month of a new year? God has. Glory and all the honor. 
This is Brother Kevin B. Hall Jr. Listen, I'm outside, they are inside, but we are worshiping and we are enjoying ourselves here today. And I hope you're being blessed by the music ministry that has gone forward. Before we go forward, I need you to do one thing. If you're on Facebook, hit the share button, spread the word, let everybody know where you're at online and what you're doing and where you're worshiping. If you're on YouTube, do one thing. Hit the subscribe button. Why? Because we want to make sure that you are kept in the loop of what's happening here at St. John. Now listen, it's time to get to the Word, okay? Are you ready? I know I'm ready. Let's give God some praise for the Word of God being brought forth by our very own Pastor Kevin B. Hall. Be blessed. Hey everyone, I'm Kalei Renee Hall. I hope you're enjoying the worship so far. If you're on Facebook, make sure to hit the share button. 
marvelous time over at the North Campus and it's happening again here. God has a challenging word for us if you'd stand with me. And we commend the choir for a job well done. Oh yes. I would like to call your attention to Matthew chapter 11 verses 1 through 3. I will be reading it from the ESV Bible. A few words might be different than your King James Bible, but it should not throw you off. Matthew 11, beginning with verse 1, it says, When Jesus had finished instructing his 12 disciples, he went on from there to teach and preach in their cities. Now, when John heard in prison about the deeds of the Christ, he sent word by his disciples and said to him, are you the one who is to come or shall we look for another? That question has been on my mind since the last time I stood here. Shall we look for another. Look at your neighbor and just ask, shall we look for another? You may be seated. Uh, this is an age when many are looking for another. For example, some cannot remain in a committed relationship because they are often looking for another. In our text, an inquiry is made about looking for another. In verses 1 through 3, Jesus completed his instructions, which are recorded in chapter 10. Uh, Jesus then began to teach and preach in, you might underline, their cities. Uh, for those of you taking notes, uh, their cities mean the cities of the Jews. Uh, their cities mean the towns of Galilee. Uh, John the Baptist, while imprisoned, heard about the works that Jesus was doing. Uh, John the Baptist uh, is not to be confused with the Apostle John or John Mark. Uh, John the Baptist was the son of Zechariah and Elizabeth. Uh, John the Baptist was a miracle baby when he was born because Elizabeth was barren and 
uh, Zachariah and Elizabeth were very old. It kind of reminds you of what happened in the Old Testament with Abraham and Sarah uh, when they gave birth at an old age to Isaac. John the Baptist, catch this, was a type of Elijah. And I want you to write that down correctly. A type. Everybody say a type. Yes, of Elijah. He, hear me, he was not a reincarnation of Elijah as some have misconstrued. Uh, he was not the original prophet Elijah reappearing on earth even though he was called Elijah. Uh, John the Baptist was similar to Elijah in many ways, which is why he was a type of Elijah. Uh, John the Baptist was a country preacher who preached in the wilderness of Judea and uh, baptized in the Jordan River. John the Baptist baptized Jesus, who was his uh, biological, meaning blood relative, because Mary and Elizabeth were cousins. Uh, John the Baptist heard, as others did, God speak from heaven declaring that uh, Jesus is his beloved son in whom he is well pleased. Uh, John the Baptist, can I teach up in here? Uh, was later incarcerated for uh, rebuking King Herod uh, for marrying his brother's wife and later executed because of an evil and vindictive request made by King Herod's wife through her daughter to King Herod requesting the head of John the Baptist on a platter as a reward for a performance dance uh, the daughter did that pleased uh, the king at his birthday party. Are y'all still with me here? Uh, John the Baptist uh, sent a message through his followers uh, uh, in some of your Bibles, it says his disciples, which is not an error because that's what a disciple is. It does uh, indicate that Jesus was not the only one who had uh, disciples. Pharisees, for example, had some disciples and John the Baptist had some disciples. It's just that we know Jesus had 12, even though one was uh, a crook. Are y'all still with me here? Uh, John the Baptist sent a message through his followers uh, uh, to Jesus asking, are you the one who is to come or shall we look for another? 
this inquiry is somewhat baffling. I, I could work with this. I, I could comprehend it better. Uh, perhaps if this question was being asked by a Pharisee, uh, Perhaps if this question was being asked by a Sadducee, uh, uh, perhaps if this question was being asked by uh, uh, an enemy of Christ or uh, somebody who did not know Jesus, uh, but is being asked uh, by John the Baptist. Uh, John the Baptist is asking a question about Jesus. Uh, uh, who was his blood relative. Uh, John the Baptist is asking a question about Jesus, even though he heard God say that Jesus is God's beloved son. Uh, is there anybody following me right now? Uh, something uh, seems like is going on with John the Baptist. Uh, Perhaps the gospel writers did not know something going on that maybe the gospel writers did not know or maybe they chose not to disclose. We can only speculate. Everybody say speculate. Look at the neighbor and say we really do not know. We can only speculate at this point, uh, why John the Baptist asked uh, this question? Uh, I, I think I do need to share with you uh, uh, what some uh, contend, what some believe. Uh, it's not factual, but I'll share what some are saying. Uh, uh, some believe that John the Baptist was uh, unaware of Jesus mission, which I'm not in agreement with. Uh, there are some that believe uh, that John the Baptist was raising a rhetorical question designed to enhance the understanding of others uh, about Jesus uh, being the promised and anticipated Messiah. Uh, can I teach up in here? Some believe a middle, uh, a middle course, which is that uh, John the Baptist initially was convinced that Jesus was the Christ, but became doubtful because Jesus did not erect a kingdom expeditiously or because Jesus did not rescue him from prison. In all honesty, for those of you taking notes, uh, we can only speculate. Again, everybody shout out, speculate. Um, as to why John the Baptist sent word asking this question. Uh, now, in his defense, uh, uh, if John the Baptist's question is the result of confusion, uh, I empathize with him. Uh, uh, being a preacher, I, I understand preachers, uh, for we must remember that uh, John the Baptist was still a human being. Uh, sometimes we lose sight of that fact, uh, uh, failing to recognize that uh, God's best preachers are still human beings. Uh, 
I cannot teach preaching here. We must remember that he was still a human being, and, and he could have been aware that uh, he would soon be martyred. So as a summary for those of you who are taking notes, uh, uh, in verses 2 and 3, uh, a question is delivered from John the Baptist. In verses 4 through 6, an answer is delivered to John the Baptist. Uh, let's, let's go out and come back in. Come on, y'all do that with me. Come on, do your hands. Let's, come on, do your hands with me. Let's go out and come back in. Look at your neighbor and say, uh, he wants to digress a moment. Uh, uh, let me digress with something good. Uh, something good that I think deserves a, a, a great applause. Uh, uh, February is Black History Month. <laughs> African Americans have come from a mighty long way. Uh, yeah, yeah, this is good. Uh, uh, black people succeeded by looking for Jesus. Uh, now let me bring it in. Uh, shall we look for another? Uh, the answer to this question is no. Look at that name and say, absolutely no. Uh, we, we see how African Americans, for example, made it this far, uh, yes, by looking for Jesus. From a universal perspective, people should look for Jesus. And that's where I need to build on. Uh, that's actually the key idea. For, so for those of you taking notes, uh, the key idea for today's message is uh, people should look for Jesus. I'm, uh, I'm here this. I am kind of accustomed to saying look to Jesus, but I, I need to be consistent with the wording of the text. It, and in this case, it doesn't say two, but we're dealing with four. So uh, let me just say it again. People should look uh, for Jesus. If I don't say anything else, uh, how many of you are in agreement that people should look uh, for Jesus? Uh, Pastor, work with it as you did with the North Campus. Uh, uh, don't, don't, don't shortchange, just give us what you gave the crowd over at the North Campus. Well, the question that I need to uh, raise is, why should people look for Jesus? Well, first of all, uh, we should look for Jesus, uh, hear this, to hear us. Everybody say, hear us. Now, don't, don't, don't live in this world thinking that everybody wants to hear you. But thank God that we can look, yeah, look for Jesus to hear us. 
catch me. Jesus hears us when we call on him. Uh, uh, let me say to people that are unsaved, uh, rather in here or the many that are viewing or will be viewing throughout this week, uh, to people that are unsaved, Jesus will hear you if you ask him to save you. I'm going to need all of you to, to listen good because you need to share this with some people. You, you come on, you will encounter some unbelievers who might tell you that they don't believe in God because God did not come to their rescue when they called on him. Well, listen to this. Jesus may not regard your prayer if you are asking him for anything other than salvation. I'm talking of people who are not saved. Catch me. Petitioning God for blessings before petitioning God for salvation is like putting the cart before the horse. God enjoys blessing people, but God prefers that people be saved first and then receive additional blessings afterward. Come on and put some hands together, somebody. Unsaved people can be saved simply by asking Jesus uh, to save them. Oh, I say to those of you here, those uh, watching by way of streaming, uh, if you don't know Jesus, uh, uh, it's not about somebody else you know, but it's all about getting to know Jesus. Uh, you can be saved uh, simply by asking him uh, to save you. Uh, Romans 10 and 13 says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Somebody ought to praise God for salvation. Well, I don't want to exclude uh, people who are already saved, so let me move from the sub-point for those of you who are uh, outlining the message. Uh, from the sub-point of the ones that are unsaved to now to people that are saved. So hear this. To people that are saved, guess what? Jesus enjoys hearing from us at all times. And, and, and thank God that Jesus is unlike you and me. Because if, if the truth be told, we don't always enjoy hearing from some people all the time. Oh, yes, we have these phones now. Now, they, 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 they used to always have it this way. Uh, see, I remember telephones that you used to dial. I remember telephones that you could not uh, uh, go too far with because of a cord that was attached to. Come on, y'all don't y'all know what I'm talking about. But, but you got phones now that, that, that you can look at the phone, and, 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 and unless their number, is not, if their number is not blocked, you can see who's calling you. And, and if you don't feel like being bothered or if you're not ready to talk to that person, you can choose not to answer that phone. Uh, only a few of y'all act like y'all know what I'm talking about when most of you have done it. Come on and talk back to me. Well, thank God uh, that Jesus is un unlike you and me because he enjoys uh, hearing from us, uh, hear this, uh, at all times. Will you give God some praise for that one? Hearing us does not mean that he says yes to all that we ask. Break it down, Pastor. His favorite answer to our prayer request is yes. His answer to our prayer request for our good 
is sometimes no. And let me just interject something here. I have grown to appreciate God when he says no. As a spoiled child, being my mother's only son, I was spoiled to always having my way and hearing yes, but hear this. Uh, I, 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 I have grown to appreciate God when he says no. And I'll be honest with you, I've had the nerves, just like some of you, I've had the nerves at times to, to, to become disappointed with God because he said no to my request instead of saying yes. Uh, am I the only one up in here who has felt that uh, in your immaturity. Talk back to me, somebody. But I have learned to appreciate when God says no because uh, uh, he knows what I don't know. And, 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 and sometimes I, I'm asking him for something that I think I want but is not good for me. And the reason why I, I say sometimes because I, I've had more than one situation where I prayed asking God for something and then later asking him to take it away. Anybody know what I'm talking about in here? So, yes, uh, here this, uh, let me go further. Uh, his answer to our prayer request uh, for our growth uh, is wait. So, so everybody repeat these three answers. Yes, no, and wait. Uh, yes is his favorite answer. No is for our good, and wait is for our growth. Uh, somebody give God some praise on that one. Uh, because Jesus enjoys, yeah, hearing from us, we should pray without ceasing. Uh, look at your neighbor and tell that neighbor, uh, stay on your bending knees. Uh, we, we should pray without ceasing, not only because Jesus hears us, uh, but, deacons, uh, but also Jesus is able to do something about it. Uh, let's see what Jesus can do about it as we proceed uh, into point uh, numbers two and three. Let's deal with point two now. Uh, uh, secondly, for those of you outlining, we should look for Jesus to heal us. H-E-A-L. Everybody say heal us. Not only should we look for Jesus to hear us, but also we should look for Jesus to heal us. In, in verses 4 through 5, Jesus refers to himself as a healer. Look with me. Let's look what's in verses 4 and 5. Jesus answered. And remember, the question is still on the floor. Shall we look for another? Jesus sent them back with the answer. He said, Jesus answered and said unto them, uh, Go and show John again these things, which ye do hear and see. Uh, Jesus is telling them, uh, uh, I want y'all to go back and tell John what you have heard. Tell John what you have seen. And, and, and let me just say this. Unfortunately, a lot of us are failing because we have heard and we have seen, but we're not saying anything. Are y'all listening to me? Uh, he says in verse 5, the blind receive their sight, and, and the lame walk, and, and the lepers are cleansed, uh, and the deaf hear, and the dead are raised up. I'll say that next one for the last one. Uh, healing people is Jesus' delight. Look at your neighbor and say, it's his delight. 
this, this does not mean, catch me now, this does not mean that everybody will be healed who entreat Jesus uh, for healing. Teach, Pastor. Uh, this does mean that Jesus will heal people when healing them is according to God's will. Uh, and that's why it's so important to know God's word because we only know uh, God's will by knowing God's word. A lot of people want to say something is God's will that's not his will. And if they would study God's word, they would see that it's not his will because God's word and God's will not, never contradict. Somebody shut up, teach pastor. So again, catch me again, Jesus enjoys healing people, but it's not God's will to heal in every situation. If so, some people would never go to heaven to be with God for eternity. But what are you saying, Pastor? They would keep imploring Jesus to heal them from uh, every time they became ill, which would keep them in this world forever. We must see the big picture all over the sanctuary. Everybody say, the big picture. Hear this. Ultimately, God wants us to be in heaven with him for eternity. That's the big picture. Now, you and I are trying to stay here, but we need to see it from God's perspective. Uh, God does not have a plan for his children to be here forever. It's God's plan in his due time that, that his children are going to leave this world and then be with him in heaven for eternity. That's God's plan. So sometimes I have to remind myself that I'm just a pilgrim down here just passing through because sometimes I'm finding myself doing what I can to, to stay here, doing what I can to make myself comfortable here. But hear this, uh, when I remind myself that I am just a pilgrim, aging doesn't matter. When I remind myself that I'm just a pilgrim, sickness doesn't matter. When I remind myself that I'm just a pilgrim, when folk talk about me, when folk dislike me, when folk do me wrong, it doesn't matter. Because guess what? I'm just passing through here on my way to a better place. Somebody need to give God some praise up in here. Uh, let me briefly touch on something here. Uh, even when healing is according to God's will, believers must pray by faith in the name of Jesus Christ. You know, James 5 and 15 says, and the prayer of faith. Everybody say the prayer of faith. Uh, shall save the sick, and, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if, if he have committed sins, uh, they shall be forgiven him. Uh, uh, look at your neighbor and say, we must pray by faith. But let me, let me add to this. Uh, 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 we must also pray in Jesus' name. Uh, to, to fail, to fail to pray in Jesus' name is like taking an envelope, putting it in the mailbox without a stamp on it. Are y'all listening to me? It's, it's about in Jesus' name, not uh, in the name of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob are great names, but those names will not get you anywhere. It's got to be in the name of Jesus. Uh, if you don't believe me, you walk with me in one of my favorite passages, uh, John 14, 13, and 14, where Jesus says, And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, 
that will I do that the Father may be glorified in the Son, and if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Somebody ought to go ahead and give God some praise for his word. So for the sake of those of you who are taking notes, allow me to reiterate that even when healing is according to God's will, believers must pray by faith in the name of Jesus Christ. If that's good news, go ahead and praise God again. Uh, thirdly and lastly, we should look for Jesus to help us. Uh, oh, yes, I'm moving from here, moving from heal to now help. Everybody say, help us. Uh, Jesus sent word back to John the Baptist after John asked that question that he was not only healing folk but also helping folk, especially the impoverished. Uh, uh, Matthew 11, uh, verses 4 and 5, again, it reads, uh, uh, And Jesus answered and said unto them, Go and show John again those things which you do hear and see. Uh, again, the blind receive their sight, the, the, the lame walk, uh, uh, the lepers, uh, folk that others don't want to touch, are cleansed, uh, uh, and the deaf hear, the dead are raised up, and let me add that last one that we didn't deal with before, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. Uh, I, I think you can see in this context why I say that one for this point because Jesus helped, 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 helped. Y'all get it? Jesus helped the poor in ways needed most, which is by preaching the gospel to them. Catch me now. Hearing and receiving the gospel is a necessity. Uh, Paul said in Romans 1 and 16, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, uh, for it is the power of God unto salvation uh, to everyone that believe it, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. So let me say this. Uh, uh, when you talk about the gospel, it does mean uh, good news. Uh, and the biblical definition based on Romans 1.16, for those of you taking notes, uh, the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. The gospel is designed not to put people uh, to sleep, not to make people feel good, but the gospel is designed for people to be saved. Oh, yes, uh, people need to hear good news. We're constantly being inundated uh, with bad news. You, you can't watch the news without hearing bad news. I, I even get upset with uh, a lot of our meteorologists uh, for, so for, because for months they've been complaining, talking about no rain. And then as soon as we get some rain, uh, now they're complaining uh, about uh, too much rain. You got folk now suffering from what they call rain fatigue. Uh, I realize it's a lot of rain, but hear this. Uh, you and I need water in order to survive. And, and God knows just how much we can bear. He knows just how much we, oh, y'all act like y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Folk need to hear some good news. 
They're hearing bad news uh, everywhere they go, hearing bad news uh, on every hand. Is there anybody who came to church this morning because you need to hear some good news? Uh, is there anybody who came to church this morning? You don't need Pastor Hall uh, to, 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 to tell you anything bad, but I believe somebody in here is saying to Pastor Hall, tell me something good. Uh, tell me something that's going to be of good news. Tell me something that, that's going to help me make it through my day. Tell me something that, that can help me in my situation. Tell me something that, that's going to lift up my bow down here. Tell me something that, that will wipe away my tears. <sighs> Allow me to inject, interject that the proclaimed gospel is still very much needed. People can be helped if believers would proclaim the gospel, and I want everybody to hear this, uh, don't live with the um, misconception that the gospel being proclaimed is only the job of the preacher. If you've been born again, God wants you to tell somebody. Uh, your neighbor didn't hear me, so look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, just go ahead and testify to your neighbor, and just tell your neighbor, I got to tell somebody. Oh, 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 yes, oh, yes. Uh, uh, as Jesus uh, proclaimed the gospel, we should do likewise. You, you do realize he, he did say, and I, if I, I need some Bible readers up in here, be lifted up from the earth. He said, we'll draw all men unto me. It, it, that's, that's the need right now. We, we need some folk who, who have been born again to get back to lifting up Jesus. I, I, I think we were sheltered in place too long, and, and while sheltered in place, uh, some of us done got off the boat. Some of us uh, uh, we're no longer where we used to be. Maybe some of us need to go back and, and go back to the old landmark. Maybe some of us need to pray, take me back, Lord, to the place where I first received you because we done lost our joy we done lost our power. We done lost our anointing. It's God's will for people to be saved. It's God's will for the saved to open up their mouth huh, and be a witness. Somebody give them some praise up in here. I'm almost done. Let's go deep and broader. Jesus is available and able. Everybody repeat those words. Available and able. Yeah, he's not just, uh, he, he's not able but not available. And then he's not available but not able. <laughs> but he's available and able. <laughs> Is that good news to somebody? <laughs> available and able to help us in whatever additional ways that we need him. And this is where I'm going with this. Uh, in the text, the help was for salvation. In the text, the help was for the poor who needed the gospel. But I'm saying he's available and he's able to help us beyond even the gospel. Can I get some help here? Uh, I, I, I need to encourage somebody's heart and say he's a very present help. Especially when we need him. Or when we are in trouble. <laughs> Therefore, if you need help, uh, you don't have to be helpless. The neighbor didn't hear, hear me that time. Look at the neighbor and tell the neighbor, you don't have to be helpless. Oh, no, man. Hear this? I'll say it again. Uh, if you need help, 
you don't have to be helpless. Jesus is just a prayer away. I feel his anointing in here. I love the, I love, I love the refrain, church mothers. The refrain of the yield not to temptation him. Uh, in that, in that refrain, the refrain part, uh, after you've done the verses, uh, uh, the refrain says, ask the Savior to help you. Somebody remember those hymns? Comfort, strength, come on now, you know it, uh, and keep you. I, I get happy on this one. Uh, he is willing to aid you. And, and the most saints used to shout on this, he will. Uh, carry you through. Uh, come on now. So, so I just need to say again that Jesus is available and able to help us. Uh, I, I, I feel some preaching. I need to conclude, but I can't conclude. I, I can't get out of the teaching mode unless you've been taught. I can't conclude unless you've understood me. I, I can't even shout unless you've got it so far. If you, Yes, if, you, if, you, if you've understood so far, amen, go ahead and put some hands together showing that you have an understanding. Today's message is entitled, uh, Shall We Look for Another? Uh, I, I just need you to look at that neighbor. You know, we are talking, church. <laughs> oh, and we're talking the right way. Look at that neighbor and just uh, ask the neighbor, Shall We Look? for another. Our sermonic text is recorded in Matthew chapter 11, verses 1 through 3. The key idea says people should look for Jesus. Everybody repeat those words. People should look for Jesus. If you believe that to be true, go ahead and show it by giving God some praise. We explore three reasons people should look for Jesus. And I need y'all to throw those back at me. If y'all don't throw them back right, I got to preach it all over again. <laughs> Number one, we should look for Jesus to what? Yeah. Number two, we should look for Jesus to what? Yeah. And then number three, we should look for Jesus to what? Everybody repeat here. Heal and help. Why don't you praise God for those simple, simple points. Instead of looking for another, we should look for Jesus. I don't think I hear that. We would never find anybody greater than Jesus. A song says, uh, I searched all over, couldn't find nobody. Uh, I looked high and low, <laughs> still couldn't find nobody. Uh, choir members help me, nobody greater, nobody greater. No, nobody greater than you, Lord. <laughs> Jesus is so great that in verse 5, we learn that the blind receive their sight. 
and the lame walk. The lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. Instead of looking for another, I have a made-up mind that I'm going to continue to look for Jesus. Is there anybody here up in here today that's got a made-up mind that you're going to continue uh, to look for Jesus? Um, I will continue to look for Mary's baby, Noah's ark of safety. Abraham's hope for tomorrow. Joseph's sustainer in Egypt. Moses, I am that I am. David's light and salvation. Job's redeemer. Ezekiel's will in the middle of a will. The three Hebrew boys' friend in the fiery furnace. Daniel's protector in the lion's den. Jonah's life support in the belly of a well. Paul's grace that he is sufficient. Peter's stone that the builders rejected. John's companion on the aisle. Call Patmos a high will. Continue to look for Jesus, who's the savior of the world. It was all one Friday on an old rugged cross that Jesus died and gave up the ghost. But early, early, early Sunday morning, he got up with all power in his hand. I don't know about you here today. But I have a made up mind to continue to look for Jesus because he has been a good to me. God has been with me every step of the way. Who else in hand is a witness that he has been with you every step? Every step of the way, who in here can look back over your life and see how the Lord has brought you from a mighty long way? If you know that he's been good to you, look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, in spite of all that I've been through, I'm still around because he's with me. If he's with you, you ought to have some clapping in your hands and some running in your feet. If he's with you, you ought to have a song in your heart. Uh, if he is with you, uh, you ought to be able uh, to praise 
And when he got there, he declared that the murderer was the same man that he saw earlier and lit his cigarette. The young man began to make a request. He requested to speak to the murderer. And when he saw the murderer, he asked the murderer, why is it when I lit your cigarette, you chose not to take my life? The murderer said something everybody need to hear. He said, I was going to take your life, but when you struck the match, I saw somebody, somebody greater, standing, standing with you. I got to take my seat, St. John, but the reason you woke up this morning is that somebody greater is standing with you. The reason you're still cold in your right mind because somebody greater is standing with you. The reason your enemies are your footstool because somebody greater is standing with you. The reason uh, that you're still alive uh, because somebody greater uh, is standing uh, with you. Uh, I need a witness in hell. Uh, I need somebody uh, who will open their mouth uh, and look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm still alive. I can still walk. I can still talk because somebody Somebody greater is standing with me. I don't know 
about you here today but I know that somebody somebody greater is standing with me because one day I came to the garden alone while the dew was still on the roses and the voice I heard falling on my ear son of God discloses he who walks y'all don't hear me up in here I said he walks yes he does he walks yes he does he walks with me he talks with me and he tells me that I am his own and the joy somebody shout out and say the joy somebody rub your heart rub a heart that's been hurting and speak joy in your heart and say the joy we share as we tarry there none other none other none other has a ever I said a ever
Father, we thank you for, for a movement of your spirit. Save individuals here as well as us viewing by way of streaming. Those who are lost, and those who are saved but need a church home, lead them. Lord, we do not want to insult you by asking, should we look for another? We are very satisfied and appreciative to you for all that you are and for all that you do. I pray for everybody that's listening and viewing. Bless each according to our needs. As we prepare to present you our tithes and offerings, we ask that they be acceptable in thy sight. And then in our departure, let your spirit continue to abide with us, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Your eyes are still closed. If you are here and you are not saved but desire to be saved, or maybe you are already saved and you would like to make St. John your church home, if that's you, you can raise your hand, if that's you. If that's you, you can raise your hand. Or what you can do is fill out that form. There are forms behind the pew in front of you. Fill out that form. You can put it in an offering basket. Give it to an usher or someone at the front desk after you fill it out, and we will promptly reply. Your eyes are open. If you were blessed in today's worship, go ahead and bless God. Go ahead and sing that. What he's done for others. I don't like to say he will, but I say he can. Start it at the top, please. It is no secret. Come on. What God? What he's done for others? He can. I like this part. With arms. He'll party. It is no secret. It 
And the whole church together with arms wide open. The whole church together. Come on, everybody. With arms. With the whole church. Let me quickly say this evening at 7 p.m. We'll have our online Lord's Supper. Amen. We encourage you to join us there. Be in prayer for Deacon Mitchell Newman. Experienced the passing of his sister Peggy Hill last Tuesday. The funeral will be this coming Wednesday at 11 o'clock at the Rock of Ages. Baptist Church in San Pablo, California. Uh, January is usually a great month for giving. We started off good in January, but the last two Sundays in January, we didn't do as well. So I'm saying to everybody, let's do well. Let's make February great. Um, we're still in the midst of a building project. There's still things we need to do financially. But more importantly, when, when you give, you put yourself in a position to receive far more than what you give. And I'm a witness. I have a sizable check that's in this envelope, which is my tithes and offerings. I don't say this to boast, but for people here as well as viewing by way of streaming, St. John does not have a pastor who asks people to do something that he's not doing. So I will lead the way with my tithes and offerings for the month. Amen. And I'm saying all of us, let's do likewise. Let's likewise. Let's give well. And then after giving, you can uh, depart. Pastor Hall loves you. Amen. God bless you. All right. Two sides. Will you stand? Give me some peppy. I hope that you have been blessed by the word that went forth today. And listen, without your support, we can't do what we're doing here. And so let me tell you a little bit about tithes and offering. And it's here in this scripture, Malachi 3, 8, and 9. And it says, Will a man rob God, yet ye have robbed me? But ye say, Wherein have we robbed thee in tithes and offering? Ye are cursed with a curse, for ye have robbed me even this whole nation. Now let me take it a step further. And it says in verse 10, Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house. And prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. That's what the word says. So we encourage you to continue giving to St. John. Now listen, there's various ways that you can give. One, you can give in person during our worship celebrations. Two, you can mail or drop off at the South Campus or our, our administration building. Three, 
you can give online. Now listen, you can find more information about where those locations are by visiting our website. Um, in the meantime, we thank you for joining us today. We hope that you were blessed and we hope that you will have a blessed week in the Lord.